we're live. We're live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy of North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul, and I am very fucking warm today. Sorry, I'm sweating a lot. Um, and, we, <laughs> we nice. are, and we are joined by a very special guest tonight, making a Nerdy Up North podcast debut. Not just a Nerdy Up North podcast debut, a podcast debut, debut overall. So, yes, we are joined by the lovely Suzanne. And if you don't know Suzanne, I put a link to her Instagram in the description below. So if you click on it, she has one of the best horror collections on Instagram that I've seen in a long time. And yes, I am oh. very fucking jealous. <laughs> you you literally have no more room there's for always, your collection. There's always space. But my wife's kicking off because <laughs> things are starting to spill out the nerd room. So yes. I love, <laughs> it. I love how you looked at the ceiling. <laughs> there's some space. <laughs> to be fair though, I have thought about putting some like fishing wire and ha hanging the Millennium Falcon off there. Um, I would because it's it's keep banging on my head off it from so often now. So, <laughs> yes. Um, so yes, as with any new uh, guest on the podcast, we always do get them to tell us a little bit about themselves. And I did pre-warn Suzanne because I didn't want to scare her and just go boo. Tell yeah. us about yourself and watch her freak out. <laughs> um, but yes, tell us a little bit about your nerdy credentials, there, Suzanne. Well, my name's Suzanne, and mm. I just love horror, all mm. things horror, spooky, Tim Burton. Just all that, and I like, collect horror. I've been collecting for about two and a half year now. Two and a half. That's a two and a half year collection. Yeah. Wow. Two... Wow. <laughs> a bit long, a bit, a bit, tiny bit longer than that. It was mm. after lockdown. Right. Like halfway through, come towards the end of lockdown. So you just went. Oh, just... So you just went. I want everything that is spooky and everything that is <laughs> that that can scare anyone. I want this. Basically, yeah. I was like, I want that house. I want my house to be like that. <laughs> Very good. I love that. <laughs> no, I did the same, like, say, well, similar, where during lockdown, I decided I missed going to cinema, so I bought my own projector and stuff in the living room and turned the, my living room into, like, a, almost like a home theatre. Uh, it didn't last very long, but uh, it was an idea that uh, lockdown, the lockdown madness, shall we say, had uh, brought forward. So <laughs> with your collection as well, because I know before we start getting into the episode, I'm going to, I wanted to be a little bit nosy as well so what is your favorite or your pride and joy part of your collection that you've got there me chucky plush oh no oh. the trick or treat on that mm -hmm. just go and grab him go on go and grab him go on get it go <laughs> get it chucky plush now good will if you're in the chat don't we get oh trick or treat studios yeah i cut his oh. hair though you've cut his hair you've cut his hair yeah, because it was really long. I didn't like it. <laughs> it just looks like yeah, a... this is like oh. my pride and joy. Bless him. He looks like a younger version of Goodwill. So, yeah. Oh, uh... it is. It's Michael. <laughs> One of the team of the podcast, Michael Goodwill. He does the Trek episode, but uh, I would like to torture him from time to time. So yes. He's not in the chat tonight, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. So, you're Chucky. so, when did you get your Chucky plush doll then? Um, middle of the year, I think. All right. Cool. So I've not had him long. He's fairly mm. like a new addition to the collection. Right. I think it would have been Easter time, so like April, mm. around about then I got him. And 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 I noticed he's he's out of the box. Yes. He doesn't come with the box. <laughs> he doesn't come with the box. <laughs> no, because he's the plush. Like he's not like no the mm -hmm. other ones that they do, like the Tiffany, the Glenn. Yeah. yeah. How they're like quite hard. You can stance them. Mm -hmm. This was like the rag ones. So, like no, and the start of child's yeah. play when Andy gets him, he's like ragging them around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what he's like, sort of like. Uh -huh. 
I think I saw in a video on your Instagram, not that I've been stalking your Instagram much. Uh, you were swinging, <laughs> you were uh, swinging, like I said, Charles Rear around quite freely, uh, almost like yeah. you were like in love. It was like a scene from Titanic, I believe. It was like <laughs> wait, they do the whole dancing. It was like oh, very romantic. We we'll have a moment. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they didn't come in a box. That would be a. Uh... Everything needs to be come out of a box, Sammy. You can't keep things in the box forever. They need to breathe. <laughs> no. Oh, yes. No, no. Actually, that's a lie because my cord reins is out of the box. Mm -hmm. So clearly I go back on that quite easily. Right, I've got a few <laughs> things in boxes that could come out, but she'll probably will kill us if I do it. Do another jar jar yes. right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yes. Right. Shall we do the disclaimer and get into the episode? Yes, score for it. Okay. So, everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group, the Discord, or the comments section, where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom, so let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Well, very said there. She did actually Thank say that on the BBC you. once as well, you know. Twice. <laughs> did you once. Yes. Yes, I did. Claim the fame. I was going to say twice, but it wasn't. It was just the ones that was on there. No, we talked the about the next one was the, the, the next about the one was the creature. Episodes. Yeah, we talked about the Goonies on the first one. That was the best one. Yes. Um, so, so yes, the reason why active we thought we'd kick off September. This is a, this mm. is a first proper episode in September, and we'll do the spooky season a little bit early. Normally, we do start it in in October and go off all out horror for October, but eh, we'll start a little bit early because everyone else seems to be starting in September now. Um, yeah. So, I and I did leave this question a little bit open ended as well. So. Favorite scare or scares in movies or scary scenes in movies. So I wanted it like not like in a broader scope, not just like say in horror movies. So yeah, I thought that would be quite an interesting take because there's probably as we were discussed before we went live, there's a lot of movies out there that probably did scare us that weren't like the quintessential horror movies or even like out outright weren't horror movies. Um, mm. So just interesting to see what scared you guys and like what how fucked you up you are really. So that <laughs> that that'll be the interesting here. So starting off, so with it being the guest, will be the nice one. So what is your first favorite scare in a horror? Well, sorry, in movies. There, I nearly pigeonholed it a little bit. <laughs> what like grown up? Anytime, anytime, anytime. My favorite first part of scare was probably the guy from The Goonies. Is it, hey, you guys? How can you, how can you be scared <laughs> oh of sloth? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Like, he actually terrified me when I was younger. And um, gremlins did as well. Gremlins. I can understand I, gremlins. I was terrified of gremlins. But if you heard a sound there, that was my heart breaking to basically use Slayton, the Goonies. Um... <laughs> she didn't Slayton. She just said it scared her. There's no Slayton. It's not scary. No, he's, 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 he's a friendly guy. See? You can see hello. <laughs> I'm just terrified, like, like oh, when you're trying to feed in the chocolate bar and stuff, like, that just terrified us as a kid. I just didn't like it. Seeing that, though, the Goonies did give us one of my first ever jump scares Um, as a kid. When the bats came out from under the fireplace, when Chunks got to get his hand purised in the blender. Oh, yeah. And you... You, oh. And you you see Mama Mama uh, Fratelli say uh, pure eyes, and you hit the blender, and you see 
chunk just purely a mess and emotion and then the, the fireplace just flips out and all these bats and you see francis going hide your hair hide your hair uh this is going to turn into a goodies <laughs> episode again sorry uh <laughs> but yes a good start with the goodies. Oh, cool. but Gre- Gremlins is a very good one as well because I always used to get an uneasy feeling with Gremlins. There was always yeah. there was always two scenes with Gremlins that used to freak me out. One when you first see uh, the Gremlins going into like coming out of the cocoons and start causing oh, yeah. causing shit. Like when they were actually out the cocoons and and doing stuff, it was hilarious. Um, mm. but when the fucking ate that chicken. I've never seen anything so disgusting as when, like, say, the, when, the, like, say, the other mogli, mogwais are sitting eating the legs of chicken, and it's just like greasy, messy stuff all over the face. <laughs> it was one of the most disgusting things uh, I had seen as a child. Um, so good, good ones to start with there. So I always like a good Goonies talk to kick us off. Um, yeah. As as <laughs> as the chat's already saying as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Sammy? What scared you? Well, like, see, I know you were a dark, <laughs> demented soul, so what, what terrified you? From a very, very young age. <laughs> um, the first thing that probably scared was um, probably all dogs go to heaven. Right, okay. The concept and idea mm-hmm. of all dogs go to heaven mm-hmm. was horrifying for us. Right. The idea it was dealing with death at such a young age and mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose everything at some point. Yeah, that oh. scared the life out of us. Um, but the, I mean, everyone knows if you've listened to the podcast before, you know my story on dolls <laughs> and Dolly the dearest. one in particular who can go and get in the fucking bin is Dolly Dearest. Mm-hmm. She gave me nightmares for a very long time. I've never owned baby dolls because of that doll. I've never owned, like in my younger years, didn't own dolls because I was terrified of them. Um, She was evil. Mm -hmm. And I noticed the other day, she's kind of getting like a little bit of a resurgence. People are starting to talk about her again. The um, (laughs) 80s horror documentary, Mm-hmm. into the darkness of being putting on posts mm-hmm. and some of and the last couple of ones have been dolly dearest and i'm like no mm-hmm. no don't don't do this don't, don't bring, bring her, back. her back do not bring her back mm-hmm. she's awful um yeah so all dogs go to heaven <laughs> and dolly dearest. Oh. it's a bit of a contrast of a, a ones there I, I can understand um being tormented by uh like all dogs go to heaven it was one of the saddest movies that was ever made that was never made by disney uh, was it one yeah. of the DreamWorks films, was it all? I think so, yeah. It's just, it's the concept and idea of it. It's like Ghost mm-hmm. with Patrick Swayze. That is, <laughs> that is horrible. That idea of being able to come back, but then go. Like, that's a, that's mm-hmm. truly to the core horrible <laughs> and terrifying and mm-hmm. scary. I don't <laughs> like things like that. I think um, if we're going like first and the early scares, like the ones that jump out of mind, I could like say go like to the obvious and say uh, the never-ending story. Like say literally all That's the way all the way point. through that film is nightmare yeah. fuel. But probably <laughs> probably the earliest one that scared me the most. Um, I think now my brains just went foggy. Just thinking about the nightmare never-ending story now, like a trail, a horrific, but yeah. Um, the dark, the internal darkness that just keeps coming. But yeah, um, the first ever scare. I think so. I had it in my head and it's just completely gone oh. now. Probably was like say the never-ending story. Um, like the rock it monsters. Is horrifically 
awful. I've only ever watched it once mm-hmm. as a kid. That's enough. And my memory is shockingly bad. <laughs> so if I've only seen a movie once, mm-hmm. I've technically not seen it. To be I fair have though, to Suzanne, watch it a hundred times over. I was going to say, Suzanne looks young enough that she probably has never seen the Neverending Story. Don't <laughs> ever watch it. Oh, God, no. <laughs> what is a dog or a dragon? It's a wish dragon. It? It's a luck dragon, yes. So, uh, yeah. Balco. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like it. And then that, that weird, that girl who's like the princess thing as well, like that scene was a bit like mm-hmm. creepy. I just... Let's get saying, say my name. It got all quite quick. Quite <laughs> no, <great>. fuck <laughs> so, off. <laughs> um, ah, that was what I was going to say. Sorry, it went back in my head there. But the first ever film that did actually terrify me, and I remember watching it because um, we went on a bus trip to France, like on a holiday. It was a time where we didn't fly, so we had to get a bus to Calais and get the ferry across. Yeah. Um, and on the bus down, we watched this movie and. It was literally, and, and it's going to sound weird because it's full of puppets. Dark Crystal. It's, okay, because these can get sc- in the fucking bin. I don't know why I was so scared of it, but just yeah. them, like, as you said, the Skegsies, when you see them now, like, I know we got a, re- like a remake, well, not a remake, a, like, a renew on Netflix not too long ago, and it, w- it was good, but it wasn't as terrifying and as scary as as the original Dark Crystal. And I remember hiding behind, like, the me mom on the bus seat when they had this film on because it was one of them ones where it was like a, like not on the back of this, the seats that you get now it was like at the front of the coach little uh 10 inch tv monitor and i was literally scared scared to watch it and it terrified us <laughs> to this day um i, I think i even no. put us off watching labyrinth for a little while like until i got a little bit older when like said i realized that they were made by the same people but different things but uh, yeah, Jim Henson could freak the fuck out of the, uh, any of the fuckers back then. <laughs> yeah, Skegsies are just the worst. And you're probably right. I probably put off Labyrinth for a long time because of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he thought Turtles was violent. <laughs> and, and and he created them. Well, no. To be fair, though, Dark Crystal wasn't <laughs> violent. It was just dark and but scary. Still, yeah, yeah. But what's worse? <laughs> Turtle chucking a nunchuck around? Or a Skegsy. I'm going to have to say that fight now. They'll get the Harry Hill on it. (laughs) But coming back to like different types of scares, because there is a lot of different types of scares you get from movies and different events as well. Um, I know, like Sam, from talking to you about movies as well, jump scares for you is like kind of the worst. You you don't like them. It does take you a while to... To recover after a jump scare as well, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't just take me time to recover. It takes everyone else who's sitting around us time as well. Um, well, when I see Evil, I went to see Evil Dead Rise by myself um, when it was out, and I had to message him beforehand and say, "Right, oh, I no. need to know is there any jump scares here?" Because honestly, that would have been the difference in me going or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I have screamed a cinema down before. Mm-hmm. Are you really? Yeah, and the, it, Conjuring Two. That is jumpy though. Like I'm not gonna lie, Conjuring Two is pretty like it, mm-hmm. it's jumpy. Yeah, it's screamed. got jump scares in there. There's been a couple of times when we played Phantasmophobia or when we've watched um, the ghost stuff where I have <laughs> screamed down the mic. <laughs> Imagine that in the cinema. It was. I was. So, I wasn't even embarrassed. Actually, I was like, "Yep, I did that." <laughs> So coming to jump scares as well, what are your biggest memories for jump scares or like like biggest favorite ones? We'll go um Sammy will ask you first. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> definitely the conjuring two is a favorite because of just mm. the reaction of everyone else around us i think i really yeah <laughs> i really scared a lot of people but the best one was it wasn't even a horror mm-hmm. it was minority report right and i was so into this movie i was like glued to it and there was just a moment of <laughs> silence mm-hmm. and then my husband shocked us right and oh. i I levitated off the bed, <laughs> like literally levitated. He says that there was a moment where he saw us just like completely come off the bed mm-hmm. or because, and he had a tendency for doing that. And we were watching Cloverfield mm-hmm. and we were watching it on a really dodgy copy, like on the laptop, like dead trying to like see it and everything. And because he, I know he had a tendency for shockness, the bed started to shake. And I was like, I was gonna say, where, where, where's this story going? I, <laughs> I wish it was that. I proper booted off with them screaming, like, what are you doing? Like, what I just want to watch this. And he went, I'm not doing that. And we put our hands on the wall and we were having an earthquake, like an earth tremor. And oh I was like, God. oh, okay. He's never ever done it since. <laughs> Bless him. So you were in bed with your husband and he made the world the, the world move for you there. Oh, wow. Uh, no. <laughs> no. There's a story for you there. That was that was 16 years ago. <laughs> what about you, Suzanne? What, what jump scares like jump out to you, shall we say? <laughs> Carrie, like the end of Carrie oh, when yes. the hand comes back up. Oh, I didn't yeah. expect that at all. When I first watched Carrie, I like mm-hmm. kind of crapped myself a little bit, not gonna lie. Yeah. And I don't even know one that really goes. Texas Chainsaw Mascot when he comes out and grabs Sally again. Mm-hmm. That petrified oh. me. Like that literally made me like want to cry a little bit. Not gonna lie. There's a couple of bits in there's a Texas Chainsaw Mascot is one of my favorites, and there's a couple of bits in there that like still even how many times I've yeah. seen it still get us. Mm-hmm. And still the gets one the time that Sally's seen. The one that gets us the most is where he comes out of nowhere behind the trap behind the door grabs him hits him over the head with a hammer and you hear that oh, and then yeah. you hear his feet hitting <laughs> off the floor yeah you do oh it really like that that's that only scares us but it does give us a little a little shudder oh see the texas chainsaw master in my house caused a bit of a domestic the other night just because we were watching uh like on shudder like it's like the 20 like the 101 scary moments like in horror and like i lost mm. me shit like towards the top 10 because there was a lot of bullshit in there um Sorry, I know personal opinions for that, but uh, we're talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre as one, and my wife said that oh, like she can't like it was a very violent movie. I was good. Mm. In theory, in in certain aspects, I can agree with the premise, the idea of it being very violent, but you see very little in the movie of much violence. It's all cut off the screen or like sharp cuts or when even when she's put on the spike you don't see the spike going into it it's just yeah. implied that she's put on there's very little blood in the movie there's it, none it's not that there is none. a little there's blood when uh she and cut his hand on the bus like see, oh, like, see, like, right. see blood yes. there. yeah the hitchhiker. and when she's um like getting the grandpa to hit her over the head and you see like blood trickling down a little bit and go over there and then at the end, when she's running away, she's covered because of all the different aspects. But yeah. you don't actually see. Oh, that's right. You don't actually see, like blood being spilled or anything, or people being chopped up, as as the the premise of the movie that they keep telling us. It's all done like smoke and mirrors. Like you, you look here, you don't see this, or you w- w- want you to hear this, but it's the noise, like the chainsaw noise yeah. and the screaming, that puts that fear and that 
sense of dread in you. It's like a, an assault on all your senses. So, like, because <laughs> like, I got to cut, called told I was being ridiculous when I said it wasn't a violent movie. But if you watch it back now, like, especially now it's uncut and like you see all the decent stuff. Back then, like 20, 30 years ago, you couldn't get a copy because it was a, like a video yeah. nasty. But yeah. um, it's not as violent or as messy as people like to make out. It's all about the impression or what yeah. what it does in your own head. And I, I always think that's like a, a brilliant form of filmmaking that they can do that. Oh, wow. That was Halloween as well, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Halloween cinema, like you don't really see any, like you don't see any blood in Halloween. You don't really see much happening. You just no. kind of like the jump scares and then the music and then like mm. just the way Michael acts in general as well. It just kind of makes you like, it's atmospheric yeah it's a lot to do with like the music in halloween but it's the the idea of just being watched and not being able to do anything the strangers do a similar thing uh to halloween later it's kind of like that thing that i know michael myers can't happen but the fact that someone could hunt you down or could attack you in your own home and they don't need a reason for it and that to me is one of the most scary aspects like can be like in film um just because i can yeah nah don't like that you just unlocked a core memory there i remember <laughs> when texas chainsaw got its um release mm-hmm. its re-release mm-hmm. and music zone had an anniversary copy of it <gasps> i love that i would love to know where that went i've got the steel oh book God. so yeah no <laughs> all right um <laughs> but jump scares for me like say the the two well there's there's a few that always jump out um <laughs> the jaws but not the, not the aspect that you expect it's the head the when he's going in underwater and you Richard Dreyfuss's character is uh, searching the boat and he looks in a hole and you expect the shark to come out but it's not it's the oh, it's the head it's isn't the, it it's the head and it's like Ooh. proper nasty and like that like aspect just makes me like even watching now I still know what's going to happen and I still jump, and I think that's always like say a good jump scare. It's, it's where they use them, not like all the time. Like say as we get now, yeah. where we're watching a movie, and it's like jump out here, jump out scare there, and uh, and you can almost like anticipate it there, and certain aspects where you can't. Yeah. Um, like, similar to you about Carrie, but the original Friday the Thirteenth, when you, Jason actually comes out the lake and, yeah. and grabs yeah, her. Yeah, that's and a good one. I remember seeing that as a kid and actually like levitating off the sofa and going what the fuck has happened because yeah <laughs> to be fair the original friday the 13th isn't a scary movie it's a very silly slasher movie and there's a lot of fun elements to it like the the work with kevin bacon how he got the arrow through his his neck and seeing that yeah. work now is absolutely a masterpiece and like the practical effects um but that one jump scare that really gets you in that film is the end and it's yeah. just where it's so well done You're it's say the it's... reason my dad can't watch horror movies all right is friday the 13th absolutely hates him mm-hmm. and it's because of that he's never getting he's never getting over it mm-hmm. it, <laughs> it is it, I, I can't remember the first time watching friday the 13th so i can't remember my initial reaction to it mm-hmm. um but there was one, one, oh, why is this happening in my head? I'm thinking of so many of like these things as you're talking and then they're just disappearing. <laughs> it happens what all... is going on? But yeah, Keep the... talking and it'll come back to us. To be fair, though, the biggest jump scare that I believe in movie history, and I can't believe you haven't mentioned it yet, 
it is probably the greatest jump scare ever made. And it isn't, well, what would be classed as a horror movie. If it, if it took the jokes out of it, I've mentioned before, it would be the scariest movie ever made, is oh, Ghostbusters, yeah. the library yeah. ghost. So, yeah, this is not my jump scare, but mm-hmm. this is my sister's. Mm-hmm. So Ghostbusters is my all-time favourite movie. For mm-hmm. nearly 10 years of my life, I sat and watched Ghostbusters nearly every every day. That and Trading Places. Mm-hmm. Um which also has a disgusting scene in it as well with Dan Aykroyd and the salmon. Ugh. Um, <laughs> but whenever whenever I put it on, because mm-hmm. guaranteed it went on at least once a day, um, Michaela would go and make her way to, way to the stairs, oh. sit on the stairs, at the bottom of the stairs, with her fingers in her ears mm-hmm. and, her, and her hands like that, like covering herself. And then she would wait a few minutes and then she would come back in and watch the rest of it. She absolutely oh. hated the beginning bit. Never bothered me. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I was good. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just desensitized to horror very young, so nothing really scared us. And that's why we got the flower that is Sammy today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like so when just the whole lead up and build up to Ghostbusters, because as you said, you've got the hint, and you're like, because you, you, you don't actually physically see the ghost at the beginning. You just see the after effects. And then when you yeah. see, like, say this this old woman, well, just floating across the room, and then the the creeping up towards her, and like, say, <laughs> get her, <laughs> screamed at her, then the turn round and like the, the transformation, it was absolutely breathtakingly and really well done. Um, so and practical, all practical. So regarding like scares, so why is it that like say, because. As as you can probably see by our backgrounds, like I say, things we are quite a lot of horror fans in, in this chat as well. Why is it that being scared or horror movies are, like kind of attracts it to you? Like say, what what is it that appeals to you? Like being scared. As a kid, I hated it. Like mm-hmm. as a kid, I wouldn't even go past a ghost train. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I remember going to Tamworth in Newcastle, mm-hmm. and my mum would take us, and like my sister, like my sister liked horror. Right. Like she wasn't going to buy when she grown up. She was like, she liked like the Nightmare on Elm Street. And I would sit mm-hmm. there and I'd just be like, no, not <laughs> happening, not going to happen. And I just sat down and watched them and I was like, okay, now I'm fat. And I think it's the buzz you get afterwards. Like, you know, when you get that initial jump scare mm-hmm. and then you get the adrenaline, like, yeah. that I like the adrenaline buzz you get from it. It's almost like you've yeah. survived a horror movie as well, though. That's it's, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm fine. Nothing's going to scare me now. I've watched that. <laughs> that was the same with me with one after I'd watched Dolly Dearest and I'd had like I had some severe bad nightmares from it like literally sitting in like having to sleep in my parents bedroom um but once it once the time went on and I realized oh mm-hmm. nothing's happened nothing's actually happened and I'm still okay I just went mm-hmm. okay let, yeah. what next what next what what, what else can I push myself to yeah. now and you've got to remember as well like I think when you're a kid it's you think it's literally real mm-hmm. and then i'm watching like oh, backstage yeah. stuff and being like oh it's not real it's yeah it's like practical effects it's yeah. props it's mm-hmm. fake but then i was like oh my god now <laughs> yeah my, my sister's oh, my, my sister's dolls are not coming alive yeah so all is good <laughs> in my house well, i can move on now well if you've seen um, toy but... story there might still be this not, like, see toy story could be a fucking scary fucking, movie if you wanted honest, it to be as well I, that's very true i often hope that my toys don't come alive at night i don't think i could cope with the amount of jar jars that i've got walking oh. around oh my god Misa killer franchise um oh, don't want to. i'm gonna turn around a second and turn my light on because it's uh, very dark and i do have trousers on you're giving them all a flash on. there that's fine 
I have shorts on. <laughs> yeah. um, for me as well, because like I say, I've always loved anything to do with movies, like not just horror, but anything to do with like, like anything since I seen The Wizard of Oz, I was hooked. Like I say, the imagination. But for me, anything that was like a little bit scary or a little bit horry was more imaginative. There was more stuff going into it, especially in the 80s. Um, yeah. like say when we had like the Freddy Krueger careers and stuff like that, Jason, um, like for the uh, the Halloweens, the Evil Deads and stuff like that. And one thing that always drew to me, and it wasn't actually watching the movies. It, I think it was like I posted a meme about it not too long ago. It was going to blockbusters or going to the local video club, and looking in the horror the section. Man on, oh, the man on the van. Um, and just looking at the horror section, looking at the video covers, because like you used to get like. Like let's be honest, like some of the uh, movie posters and stuff were shit. Like things like Ghost, as you mentioned, with Patrick Swayze was just like a, a blue line around people yeah. and stuff. I'm, but... I'm glad Donna killed him. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> but uh, I'm not. but when it comes to like the horror movie section, like if you look back at the horror movie covers, like if you look at Nightmare on Elm Street three, uh, Dream mm. Warriors, that cover is a, a work of art. If you look at like the original Evil Dead video cover, that poster is fucking terrifying it's yeah. like seeing yeah. seeing them aspects and stuff and it kind of like brought on the imagination for me and then you move on to like the fantasy films and there is some very scary like fantasy films like there was aspects of the wizard of oz that terrified me as a kid like that witch like going after poor toto but then going to like <laughs> uh, a little bit well, not modern but like going to the 80s style of uh fantasy where you've got legend with yeah with like the like the makeup and the uh like like how the like the goblins looked and how tim curry looked as the devil of in that movie like i was drawn to it but fuck me was i terrified of it as well like like <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is it's just always intrigued us and interested as well i kind of like being scared at the same time now there is mm -hmm. movies i won't watch because of like other fears and pushing the boundaries too far like for example i think we talked about it uh, i can't watch the descent uh just because that's of terrifying that film like uh, it is quite intense just, just that in that cave mm -hmm. in the start of pierre and them goblin things but it wasn't like, even the oh. goblin things that, that that did it it was the fact that they were crawling through such tight spaces and like to the point where i could feel me skin crawling at that like wow. to the point um and i didn't even realize i was claustrophobic until i watched that movie i think <laughs> wow i'm not i'm not claustrophobic the only thing i took away from that film is how did she turn into laura croft so quickly <laughs> that was the only thing i took away from that movie i loved it i thought it was absolutely brilliant such intense horror like mm -hmm. really good i need it i actually need to watch it again um because oh. i feel like i'm doing something on monsters with it but um I, it was more i was more concentrating on the fact you've just flipped the switch mm -hmm. very quickly and turned into <laughs> laura croft like i did not see that coming survival instincts it, coming. It, it happens like see you've got to do what you're going to do but i would have probably just crawled in a ball and just oh, i'd be dead <laughs> i've got no survival <laughs> instincts the zombie apocalypse happens tomorrow mm -hmm. i'm dead an hour after it happens like i have no <laughs> survival instincts whatsoever so what, I'm is, too clumsy. Is there any other horror horror films that scared you, or like say too much that you couldn't watch again, or is it oh. as an as no off limits type thing? There's there's one for me if I can bring it up. I can't think one right now. Mm -hmm. Mine's Cannibal Holocaust. 
that is traumatizing never will got 10 minutes into it and went now nah, i can't i tried to cannibals is my mm-hmm. is my achilles heel mm-hmm. i can't yeah. the idea of cannibals absolutely freaks me the fuck out and i thought i'm gonna push it mm-hmm. i'm gonna push it the boundaries and i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna do this <laughs> 10 minutes took 10 minutes and I was like nah can't do this need something nice and sweet oh sleepy hollow we'll watch that shall we um could not do it mm-hmm. I was it is even, intense though like it, it's I hadn't even gotten into brain. any of the intense parts but the idea of it starting to happen and something's yeah. going to happen mm-hmm. and Michaela said skip the turtle part I went full oh, fuck that mm-hmm. I don't yeah. do any anything with animals in movies I can't do so I was like nah you've just cannibals animals I'm out wasn't the rumours as well that there actually was like like people being killed and animals being eaten yeah, and stuff like that? He got took to court for it. He mm-hmm. yes. um, got arrested and took to court. And it was proven it was all, Bullshit, all for, yeah, yeah all, all false. But he did get arrested and taken to court over it. I think if someone said that the turtle was real, like the, the turtle, oh. I don't want too much graphic, but apparently that was that turtle scene was apparently mm-hmm. real. Wow. And I think it was a pig or a monkey, but mm. he did get taken to court though for it. Yeah, he did. But he had to disprove. He had to really prove that mm-hmm. it really wasn't real, didn't um, he? And that they're all actors. Didn't Eli Roth try and remake it like with a Green Inferno or something like that? Not too. I long. love that movie. I love Green Inferno. It's just to me, like I like cannibals. Like mm-hmm. I'm the opposite, Sammy. I like cannibals <laughs> now. So we found the Andy Sammy now. Like I love the wrong turns. Like I think yeah. they're funny. Mm-hmm. To an extent, like yes, they are gross, but they're yeah. funny. But when I watch Green Infernal, it's mm-hmm. nothing like Cannibal Holocaust, and that mm-hmm. it is with the tribal aspects. Yeah, and like a group of students, and they go to like visit them. Mm-hmm. Like that is part of it, but it's more funny. Yeah, like there's a yeah. kid from Spy Kids in it. <laughs> oh, what Megan Trainor's husband? <laughs> yeah, Megan Trainor's husband's in it, and I was like, I was like, what? What's he doing here? Like, it's mad. Like, mm-hmm. and there's some scenes where like I don't know if I can see this, but when they like have that in the system and they're all like giggling and mm-hmm. running around and then they get the munchies and stuff and then it goes a bit crazy i was just like this is a bit comedic <laughs> in a way yeah like, i love green inferno no okay. i wish i could i wish i could get away with more cannibal movies because i am missing out on quite a bit it's I never yeah, thought I'd see that yeah, statement yeah, on a promise. I wish I could I get away with more cannibalism I I things. I wish I could with <laughs> cannibal movies. It just makes us go cold inside, like really cold inside. Mm-hmm. But Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. and the Hannibal books, like the series of the books, is my favourite of mm-hmm. all time. Mm-hmm. I absolutely fucking love it. I've even got <laughs> Anthony Hopkins staring down at me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the fear that I got when I w- initially watched it. Yeah. I've told this story before on the podcast, but I'm going to let Suzanne hear it again. <laughs> I watched Silence of the Lambs for the first time when I was 10 years old at a sleepover mm-hmm. at a friend's oh, house. Yeah. And I had to ask the question because they kept going. It's the scene where he comes out with the mask on and they're like, oh, it's Hannibal the cannibal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, went, I was like, what's a cannibal? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they told us and mm. I got that scared I got a trap nerve in my leg but again nothing happened mm-hmm. and nobody came to eat us so but yeah it's one of my favourite franchises of all time I fucking love it I think when you get... cannibals like it's pretty realistic like there's been cannibals like mm-hmm. it can happen it can real, really it, happen it has happened before and I think like when I first watched was it Wrong Turn 4 but mm. in like the snow yeah. the trap in the snow when I first watched that I literally I'm not gonna lie, I almost had a panic attack because I remember that I was like, crap, these people are real. Like, there's people out, like, out there's there. There's people in the hills type thing, us. yeah. What did you like, think that of... scared me because I was like, oh, crap. What did you think of the remake of Wrong Turn? 
I don't think it should have been called Wrong Turn. Mm-hmm. It should have been called The Foundation, like what they yeah. going to call it. Right. But it was good. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. Like I would mm-hmm. watch it again. Yeah. Just that's, that was. That's my only. Um. That's my only. Thing into the Wrong Turn franchise is that movie. I've never watched any of the other ones. And we did a review for it, yeah. so I had to watch it, and I I enjoyed it. Mm. I was yeah. what it was. I thought it was good. Yeah. I think with the Wrong Turn franchise, it, it, it as you said, it, it got more stupid and more ridiculous and uh, more in, more, yeah. more inbred as you went along, type thing. <laughs> um, but the new one, I like the fresh take. It felt a smidge too long. I loved the ending. I thought the ending was done brilliantly. But yeah, I, yes. I, I, I can probably agree. If you put it up to like the original Wrong Turn, where it's basically like, uh, was Alicia Duku? Was it right? Uh, yeah, Faith from Buffy. I can picture, I can, uh, yeah, I can yeah. picture on the front cover. Yeah, like see, that <laughs> that one was actually a decent, very, very much a scary, like real telling of Tucker and Deal gone wrong yeah. type thing. Um, oh. but with this, I, I quite liked it as well. But again, I think the bit with that, the scary bit with that bit, is when they go into the like the caves and you've got all the people that weren't chosen they've all had the eyes taken out and that bit was oh, off, like yeah. said that idea and that premise just freaked me the fuck out quite a lot mm, um, yeah leave me eyes alone so <laughs> so we've already established like I say with sammy that cannibals is the thing that scares her the most or freaks out or like living dolls um so yep. suzanne what are the things that freak you out the most or like say or scare you the most shall we say it used to be clowns. Like I had a really big phobia of clowns. Right, okay. But now, I would say it's... Because I love clowns now. I love, like, all yeah. the clown, Pennywise, all them. But mm-hmm. now I would say, like, apocalyptic sort of movies. Like, when there's, like, mm-hmm. a, like a virus going around and right. everyone's, like, dying. Like, that actually, like, terrifies mm-hmm. me. What was that? Like, real. It makes me feel sick. What was the movie that came out before the pandemic? Was it Contagion? I think it was, yeah. Cause... And I feel like... Mm-hmm. It's just because obviously the Corvin stuff happened as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the crazies. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. During yeah. Corvin, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like, this actually feels like quite close to home. <laughs> I'm like, it's, too, it's too real. Make it stop. Make it stop. <laughs> it's out. And ever since then, I've just learned how to film. It's like, I can find with zombies, but when it's like a disease mm-hmm. that just spreads so quick and everyone just goes crazy, it just mm-hmm. freaks me out really bad. It makes it a bit cold. So yeah. yeah, so like say so the crossover with that twenty like twenty eight days later, uh like say with the virus infection and with zombies in yeah. cages as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. With me, I probably not like scary. I got like Sam will attest I am a complete wuss when it comes to like, anything blood or gory. I I'm yeah. no good with it. Like uh I think one of the stories I've told is I went to the cinema to see Three Kings and when he got his lung punctured and they put an in a needle in to help them breathe, I stood up and passed out and fell over three rows in front of us because I'm just that much of a... You have never told that story. <laughs> Always have. Um, three years and you have never let that gem out. But yeah, um, like I said, I was bored in cinema as well. So yeah, that... that uh, so when it comes to like like proper gory, messy stuff, like I, I do enjoy the Saw movies. I thought the the first saw is an absolute doesn't get the credit it, it deserves because of the whole torture porn target it it gets it, it gets put on it. But I think as a whole, it's a very clever movie and it's quite intense. Um, you mentioned uh, uh, one just before Art the Clown. I have watched the Terrifier movies. I do not understand the Terrifier movies. 
I still <laughs> I think Art is a very interesting character. But can yeah, someone yeah. please explain what the fuck is going on with these movies? I don't think there's any explanation for it whatsoever. It's just he's there. He tortures. He kills. It's done. Um, I do agree with the the saw. Obviously, I, mm -hmm. you know, people of the podcast will know my love of the saw franchise. But the first saw movie. Mm -hmm. Speaking of jump scares. Mm -hmm. that end scene with Tobin Bell when he stands up. Mm -hmm. It's when he stands up and you're like, fuck. <laughs> First time ever. <laughs> I remember watching it and just being like, because I am... You know, there was no there was no internet mm -hmm. as we have today when I first watched this and there was no spoilers or anything. So I didn't know what I was in for. Um and when he it's when he stands up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it. like after that, it's like, oh, you like you get over it very quickly. And the whole I love the last line when he says game over and closes the door. Mm -hmm. Like that gives me chills. I love it. But that stand up when he stands up. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I think I was there. Uh, I think I was ready to leave. I was like, no, am I? What the fuck? <laughs> but no, um, but like just before when he stands up as well, is it just before or just after when he gives him the flashback? Just after, sorry. And the, the lad that's in the bath who does all the, like, say, insidious movies uh, with him. Uh, yeah. um, and you find out the key was in the bath with him. And just when he yeah. just when he sat up and opened, the plug went down. And you find out the, that that was his only way out. I thought that was quite an ingenious touch because, to be fair, he was a scumbag, but he hadn't done anything that wrong. It wasn't terrible, but like we um, talked about on the Monsters episode of Jigsaw, in every scenario, mm. every single scenario, he mm. tells you how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. He you're does. Just, you're just either not listening, mm -hmm. or there's a couple of who have. Mm. Amanda did. Mm. Amanda listened very well because she got herself out of the head trappy thingy um but yeah a lot of people don't listen mm -hmm. and it all backfires on them and he i think it's a bit unfair on adam to say he wasn't listening because he his reaction at the beginning he was underwater he, <laughs> he was underwater and yeah. he had to get out and his foot knocked it yeah knocked the the thing so it, i really think that's so unfair to say that adam wasn't paying attention mm -hmm. it was just a really Unlucky. Fucking unfortunate. Yeah, it was unlucky that he he managed to pl unplug the water mm -hmm. and the key went down at the same time. Yeah. Damn luck. I mean, he paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> now going back to like say one that we mentioned earlier, I wanted to talk a little bit more on about this film mm -hmm. as well because I remember going to see this at, at the movies and actually being affected by the movie. Um, so much that I couldn't, I didn't want to be in the house alone. I didn't want to have the lights off. Um, was the strangers? I I can remember, like I, I know we talked about scary moments, but from start to finish in that movie, that is uncomfortable. It is un like it's one of those movies where you think, oh, it's going to be fine. There's a big name actress in it. She's going to get out. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> and it doesn't. And the the simple premise of the movie is. They were home and they answered the door. Like that literally terrified the me to the point where I was like, and and it was one of those where, where I watch it back now and I can enjoy it, but watching it for the first time in the cinema mm -hmm. on the big screen, it's the one where the whole audience goes quiet, not because they're not enjoying it, is because they're having the come to God moment, like, oh shit this could fucking yeah. happen. And I know at the start or at the end, it says this, these would be based on true events. I know. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's, at the start. it's never really been said which true events it was ever based on, 
but that would be something that could be interesting. But did you how did you have the same reaction to the strangers when you first saw it? I think it was the one liner at the end when mm-hmm. she's like, "Why did you do this?" And she just turns around mm-hmm. and she goes, "Cause you were home." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's harsh." Yeah. That's harsh. That's harsh. It's such a northern thing to say. It's harsh. That. I've never seen it. <laughs> You've never seen it. I've never seen it. No, oh. I didn't feel like I needed to because Watch Mojo ruined it for us mm. when they showed the ending to it. Um, oh. And I saw the line where she says. You know, mm-hmm. my home, like because you because you're home kind of thing. And now I've never watched it. It's one of those. I mean, it's not it's not uncommon for me to say something like that, but I've not seen it. <laughs> I thought this one would have been right up your street as well. I know that. You know, I know. I know. <laughs> um, there was one came out either just before or around about the same time as well that had the same type of feel. Was no vacancy, um, but like I said, the, she gets out with that one alive at the end. But that's more about like uh, like video and nasties where. People were like basically keeping people in a motel, killing them and selling off the videotapes of them being killed to the black market and oh. stuff like that. But again, done with a similar vein, like that kind of shit can happen and go go on as well. Um, other big scares for me, and again, it's probably down to the silly ones. Is um, and I think the franchise gets a lot of shit now because of how many movies they've made and how outlandish it is. But the paranormal activity movies, I fucking love them. <laughs> fucking love them. The first one, <laughs> I love found mm. footage movies. Mm. So this was right up my street. Love the first one is just pure genius. They mm-hmm. like, absolute pure genius. It starts to lose us around about three, maybe four, mm-hmm. maybe four. Which one's the one the with the the, the, the sisters aren't even in it? Probably four. But the first three are, I think, are some of some of horror's greatest uh, found footage movies. I do like the premise. It's one of those movies where I think they've had the idea of doing one and they went, oh, this has been successful. We're going to make a second one. This has been successful. <laughs> We're going to make a third one. It's, it's like the story. It's horror all over. Yeah. But it's like the story kind of flows and goes together. But mm-hmm. it's some clever filmmaking as well. It's like one of those where you you look... And if you turn away for a second, you might miss something. Uh, Haunted in Hill, uh, the Hill House TV show on Netflix. Oh, uh, the Haunted of Hill House. Haunted of Hill House yeah, did, was... did a similar thing where I think in the season afterwards they had a checkpoint where there was 26 hidden ghosts where you could go through yes. and find them and then yeah. aspects. You can see them. as a, There's one scene I always remember when she's walking down the stairs and there's at least three on the stairs. Mm-hmm. There's one next, the one fixing the clock, mm-hmm. one um, dusting and one at the bottom of the stairs. And I'm like, ah, I only know that because somebody pointed it out. I never noticed them originally. It's, it's never what... noticed it because you're not looking for them. No, but once you get told that you that there is these things in there. I end up spending most of the episode pausing it, rewinding it, and saying, "Where the fuck is these little bastards? Uh, why <laughs> can't I not scenes. see them?" It's like almost like when you're watching Mallrats and he's looking at the painting and say, "Why can't I not see the painting?" Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's a schooner. Um, there's a lot of jump scares in that as well. That is probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite um, TV shows mm-hmm. of whenever it came out because it was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. The bent neck, bent neck lady. Yeah, the reveal of the yeah, bench lady was. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was just 
amazing. Um, when there's one moment where it's not even like part of the the family story is when Theodora, um, realizes what's happening to that little girl. When she sees the smiley face above her head, and she oh, she hones in on it. it absolutely, it drops a tear to my eye. That yeah, there's some brilliant jump scare jump scares in there. I like the Blythe Man. I wanted it as well. I like yeah. pretty good. I think I preferred Blythe Manor mm-hmm. or Haunting. I thought the Haunting was oh, more wow. scary, where the Blythe yeah. Manor was more beautifully done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. It was like a very, like, romance in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very much it was a lovely love story through it type thing. Yeah. Um, He's got a new one coming out this year. Oh, yeah, they do. It. What's it called, the new one? I don't know. Something about Usher or something <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Right. Hard. It was like Anth earlier on the day said to I says, Oh, I'll be watching the new American horror story when it comes out. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. went, Why is that? And I went, Kim Kardashian's in it. And he went, So what's it called? I was like, I don't know. He was like, When's it out? I was like, I have no idea. See, there's been hell on about mid September, I swear. Yeah, it's normally right. the end of September when it comes out, but there's been hell on about that though. Um Why? Yeah, Kim's in it. Well, not just that she's in it. Is um, during the during the strike that's going on now, uh, Kim Kardashian went to Twitter and said, "I'm really having loads of fun on set filming the new episodes of uh, American Horror Story." Oh, where... you weren't supposed to do that. So a lot of people no. are calling her out for being a scab now as well. So, but she's yeah. not technically an actor. She's uh, <laughs> you said that you right. <laughs> not technically an actor. Yeah. But yeah, you know that was part of the agreement that you can work. Mm-hmm. If you if you're already contracted into work and you can work, but you can't talk about it and you can't promote it, that was part of the agreement. But she's not a she's not she's not an actor. She's <laughs> I'm still gonna watch it. To be I'm fair, happy Emma back. Yeah. I love Emma. Yeah, yeah. Emma Roberts. Like yeah. I'm so happy she's back in there. It'll be like any other Ryan Murphy American Horror Story. We're gonna love the beginning. We're gonna fucking hate the end. <laughs> Because yeah. he doesn't know how to end anything. <laughs> it's the same. Every American horror story, apart from Covenant Hotel, I will take them two out. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them, you can sit there and go, that was such a really good fucking beginning. Oh, but what the fuck was going on at the end? He doesn't know how to end something. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to end a TV show properly. Because he He'll could let that go on forever. <laughs> but yeah, we're still going to fucking watch them though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I know, uh, Suzanne, you were doing a bit of research before this episode as well. So I, I know you've got yourself a little bit of a list as well. So is there any scares <laughs> that's on your list that we haven't talked about yet as well? Signs when he's been Ooh. watching the recording and mm. then that alien comes past. Mm-hmm. That sent me cold when I first watched that as well. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Pretty. And then obviously Psycho, that iconic shower scene. Now you've got Sammy's attention. <laughs> Psycho is one of my one of my all time favorites. Not so it doesn't it doesn't scare us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but my sister <laughs> scared me. Sister, the end part where you where it's when no, it's when Norman's at the end and his mother's talking and all you've got is Norman's face there yeah. and the face amalgamates into his mm-hmm. like hers goes over the top of it. <gasps> Michaela used to scream, and the when the mother gets turned around, she hated that movie. I absolutely adored it. I, I was it. I, well, I fell in love with it when I went to Universal Studios for the first time when I was like fifteen, and I went to the Alfred Hitchcock experience, mm-hmm. and I oh, just wow. instantly fell in love with 
Alfred Hitchcock movies um yeah. on them all and Psycho and the Birds and um oh what's the other one with them the people the the rear window sorry there's no people at all in that one but <laughs> in the title um but yeah they really fascinated us to the point where like I went is what I normally do if I get obsessed with something I get fucking obsessed with it and I had books upon books of like how Psycho was made and mm-hmm. I could tell you everything about that shower scene but I'm not going to bore you I'll do that another <laughs> time but no I, I do love Psycho it's one of those movies um I don't didn't mind the sequels that came out afterwards as well. Um, I fucking love the sequels. There was some. I mean, Psycho. <gasps> uh, which which one's the one with the radio show? Is it Psycho Four? Psycho Three or Four, I think. Three I, I, or Four. With the radio show is one of the. It's because one two, of the best. Because two was in uh, color. Because it was how long? Because yeah. they did it in color, and then mm-hmm. um, yeah, because Psycho Three is where he's basically on the phone to uh, shock. Uh, radio uh, DJ, yeah, and that they, one, and they're having like a, it's just like a conversation, and they're going back through telling stories and what's going through, and and all the way through, I think he's traveling towards the studio, and it's kind of like that intensity and like what's going to yeah. happen, like how's he, has he really been cured, and it's an and he, interesting take. I'm not ruining it for you because the ending is just sublime, and um, oh, it is absolutely fantastic. It gives you more because. Norman's a bit of an enigma mm-hmm. when you first get to know him. You, you, yes, you know that his mother's had some form of influence on him, but you don't really know the extent mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. how that's had an effect on him. And you get to see that in Psycho 3. It is mm-hmm. brilliant. Anthony Perkins was made for that role. Mm-hmm. He really makes Norman Bates this really... <laughs> in, it's just not one note. It's mm-hmm. not just, oh my God, I'm a psycho killer. It's There's so much more complexity to him. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Yeah. I've shut them out. I've literally I've only seen the first cycle. The I've second one you could probably the second one you could probably skip. It's not. It's not I'll jump straight to three and four, then I'll skip the second one. To be fair though, <laughs> like so, when, during my childhood, they, they used to go on like BBC One and uh, Channel Four and stuff like at, 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 at half eleven at night on a, a Friday and Saturday night when it used to be like horror time. Um, in that, my childhood, in my childhood, <laughs> I love that. Uh, in my day. Um, <laughs> When when kids were allowed to watch whatever the fuck they wanted, yeah, <laughs> we didn't turn out yeah. too badly and walked or anything. Um, but is there any like I know we've talked about like movies and scares, but is there any people in movies that freaked you out and scared you to the point where you 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 didn't like, or you might have liked it a bit too much, shall we say? Um, mm. I, I, an interesting question. Because I, I don't know. Because there's one that always jumps out to me and. Like I can even hear his voice singing the song as well. He's got the whole world in his hands. The the preacher from uh, Poltergeist Two. Like, oh, um, the, the old man. The old man, yeah, and just how he yeah, is with the little girl. And there was always like that, like ill feeling that you always had, and there was just something nasty about him as well. And the more you, you get the story, and like Poltergeist Two is is a very underrated sequel, and mm. a lot of people don't give it the credit it does. It was one of my favorite yeah. films as a kid. I, I watched it over and over. Probably shouldn't have. Um, and <laughs> the certain scenes in it, like the whole where the kids' braces start like taking over the whole house and the room and stuff, it's just it's it's just very very intense and and over the top. But it's just good to watch. But as a person, he is just literally just stuff that because I can even I remember watching it the first time, and it's clear as day. I just knew I just had 
like an instant dislike and I wanted to stay yeah. as far away from that person as possible as much as possible. There's probably a lot of people who I have that same kind of feeling with, but to actually like tip of my tongue, I can't maybe the guy from the poltergeist, you know, the one who puts him in the house originally. Mm-hmm. Like who <laughs> him, asshole, like could have told them. Right. Um, <laughs> but we would never get that amazing line from can't think of his name. The the main guy, what's his e God, what's his name? Mr. Incredible. Can't think of his name. Um when he's screaming at him. Right. When you 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 know you did the whole scene with you left the mm-hmm. you left the head you you left the bodies but you ah uh, you took left the, the bodies headstones. you took the headstones but you left the bones yeah mm-hmm. and then he goes why and he <laughs> does that amazing why at the end oh that is just perfect can't think of his name off the top of my head but I know he's Mister Incredible <laughs> I can't remember his name no it doesn't no I can't think of his name it's gone I've got no idea. <laughs> Someone will probably scream it soon in the chat. I just can't think of it at the top of my head. I can't think of someone like who's who's really give us like that kind of feeling before. Like the heebie-jeebies type thing. Yeah, come on, <laughs> really. Oh. So you just had instant like fantasies and likes loving, towards loving, loving, loving admiration for everyone. Just wanting to lick, the, <laughs> wanting to lick and touch the, the creature from the Black Lagoon and stuff like that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, can't. I can't think like I'm even going like to the depths of everything. Like, my favorite horror, like like my favorite mm-hmm. is um The Exorcist, mm-hmm. and I can't. E- there's maybe oh, mm-hmm. keep talking, just keep talking. <laughs> what about you, Susan? It'll circle around. Maybe it's um Julia from Hellraiser. Right. Okay. And also mm-hmm. they give us a bit of like a. Mm-hmm. But like, to be oh, fair I though, that, that he should have give you oh, like that type of oak feeling. It was very creep yeah. vibes in, with him, so everyone should stay away from him. Um, yeah, stay with little Frank. <laughs> obviously, the other one, um, and again, it's not a horror film, but um, doc, uh, the, the the we talked about a few weeks ago, uh, Christopher Lloyd's character in Roger Rabbit, uh, Doom, Doom, um, the way he tread that like shoe and put him in the, <gasps> the dip and. Um, awful man and then the fight scene at the end with Bob Hoskins character uh, when he gets run over by the the steamroller and you think that's the end and then you hear his voice come out and he turns into you find out that he's really a a tune (laughs) when he talks just like Like this this. (laughs) (laughs) I've just thought of who I've I've just thought of one Mm -hmm. I fucking hate her I am so glad this bitch got dragged to hell fucking lead (laughs) the lead from drag me to hell I have never being so fucking angry at a horror movie in my <laughs> life. When she got that kitten, mm-hmm. I paused the movie and said, Anth, Wikipedia it right now and find out what happens to that cat. Mm-hmm. And he went, yeah, turn it off. And I went, for it. and I was like, I skipped to the end and saw that she got dragged to hell. And I was like, get the fuck in. Yes, her. Mm-hmm. She can get in the bin. That was such a, a shame as well, though, because that movie was so good, and that, I was with uh, same with you. Any, any type of like cruelty or any harm to animals, um, like say we we generally just like say don't kind of and cats, cats and cats yeah. especially. We are cat people. Yeah, and, I've got a cat. Mm-hmm. I'm a cat person as well. I've got three. <laughs> but I I probably never turned so quickly against a person in a movie because at, at that point I was like I hope she survives she seems comedy she's made a mistake yeah. um but yeah as soon as she did that I was like let the bitch rot die burn kill her yeah. couldn't couldn't yeah. give a fuck get out of hell 
<laughs> just as long as you leave more. her alone, let her be dragged in there right now. I literally had to like we fast forwarded to the end just to see if she survived or not. Because mm-hmm. I'd have been even more angry, but I was so angry at that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, drag me to hell is one of them. So I'm gonna go all meta on you now as well, and that's the question. So what is your favorite scary movie? Uh Sydney. But yes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising, Scream hasn't even been mentioned at I was all. I just about to mention Scream. Mm. <laughs> I love Ghostface. So is it a love favorite relationship with Ghostface, or is it which, just love? Which love? one though? Which which Ghostface do you love? Emma Roberts. Number four. Really? Now that's a that's a bold choice. Wow. She was just so like mm-hmm. ruthless. Like she didn't care. Like she didn't care what she did. She mm-hmm. was just like and for like. To be a female and do what she did, I was just like, yeah. "Go you, <laughs> go you." Like, yeah, she was just a good ghost face as well. Like, obviously, we've had like mm-hmm. some really iconic ghost face, but in my opinion, I think she was just so ruthless and heartless. And mm-hmm. she like when you like rewatch Saw, not Saw, Scream Four, mm-hmm. and I think it's when our best friend's getting killed across the house. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize someone mentioned or like, oh, she's recording it, right? And I watched it back, and she's got the phone against the window, mm-hmm. and she's actually like the corner best friend getting killed. And I'm like, wow, oh, that's cold. Wow, and what I'm a cold like, oh, bitch. So, Love her ghost yeah. I, I forgive Saw Four a lot more after watching Saw uh, Saw Four. Sorry, Scream Scream Four. <laughs> uh, after watching Scream Five, um, I, like I'll be honest, I I loved Scream Six. The new one, yeah, actually, Scream Six, I enjoyed. That but, was good. But Scream, but Scream Five, that was probably like. Because the potential and like when they said the people who they were had involved, because I love tri- uh, Ready or Not, I thought that was an absolute such a twist and love that cl- clever, clever, movie. clever movie. And with a good jump square at the end, when you see them explode and you don't ex- you expect them to die, but the fucking explode is amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like Scream Four, I watch back now, and I get it a little bit more, and because I, I think. Ever Roberts is is what you said is correct. She's a great bad guy. She's a great gold face, but I think mm-hmm. she's just within a bad screen movie. That's the problem. If you add her yeah. in others, I love the aspect of her being jealous of Sydney and and changing it up there. Um, but yeah, so oh, I still think Billy's man was a good ghost face. You you still yeah, think? I didn't expect it at all. You I'd st- not expect that ghost at all. Mm-hmm. I was still like. I still think what? You still think he's coming back? He's not. Yes, Stu's coming back. Is he the fuck? Stu's coming back, isn't he? <laughs> no. Stu Marker. Really yeah, Stu Marker is coming back. I've been saying it since five, and I'll continue to say it until the end it because let's be honest, they're not going to end it. Scream Six, no, Scream Six, all good to that. There's going to be a <laughs> fair few more coming out. Have you heard um, the rumours yes. about Seven though? Oh, go on. There's been images leaked. I think it's bullshit, but it'll be interesting if they do. Her scream comes to the UK. <laughs> they go to London. Oh, no. <laughs> right, okay. The, the minute it comes, <laughs> it comes to the northeast. That's it. Done. Like <laughs> Ghostface is finished. The minute he comes over, no, He's no. Did it come over here, man? We're not interesting. Slashing and dashing <laughs> some chavs in London. Uh. Yeah. Oh, no, we no. Stu Mocker needs to come back. And when we saw his house in Scream Five, mm-hmm. that was it. I was purely I like, he'd come back to Scream Five. Like I yeah. had a feeling. And then when the six came out, I was like, please just let him just appear just once, even a flashback. I, well, he, okay, I well, he was. He, he was in Scream Five. 
He was. was he, he? Yes. If you look look on IDMB, he is in the credit like the the as a role. Mm-hmm. You know the TV commercial of of Stab where you see and uh, the ghost face with the ghost uh, gold mask. Oh yeah. yeah. That was him. That's him. Well, he is in Scream <laughs> Two as well. He's a he walks past the screen in Scream Two when she's yeah, at because um, yeah. he was with Neve Campbell at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, bring him back! Just bring him back! Just and you don't you don't see his body. You don't no. see a body, so is he dead? But he was his stuff. Have was you seen the size movies. of them fucking tellies back in the deer? If them landed on your head, I'm <laughs> sorry, is... you didn't survive that bastard. <laughs> if it's nowadays, yeah, it was a telly from you'll end up with a fucking but... paper cut. But still, yeah, but yeah, no, you're right. Back then, the tellies they were chunky, they were massive. You couldn't like, fucking you know? even lift them by yourself. You had a, it was a two man job just to carry it in the house. The so, ones yeah. at school used to come on a fucking trolley, so you know. <laughs> the trolley dolls. It just showing me. It just showing me age now. I'm going to stay hopeful and just pray that he comes back. Yeah. I'm convinced. I'm still convinced, and until till they decide that this franchise is done with. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think it'll ever happen. Mm-hmm. I will still be on that bandwagon of Stu Marker is coming back. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I want to I'm talk about like, like before we <laughs> before we wrap up as well. There's two films I want to talk about as well. I think they are the, the epitome of of what a scary movie should be, and it doesn't always rely on jump scares. It does have the elements in the first one we talked about is the original Halloween. Um, like I said, the, the 2018 one is a very good sequel, but the original one for Atmosphere, for for when you watch it back now, as Suzanne said, there's nothing much that does happen. It's just the anticipation and waiting and not knowing what Michael Myers is, what's going through his head. It's like you're thinking, trying to work out what he's going on. I think it's just a masterpiece, yeah. not just in horror, but just in cinema as a whole. Um, I it's one of them films where when they do a re-release, I'll always probably buy it. Or if um if they have a cinema shown of it, I'll I'll always try and go and see it again just to experience it on the big screen. The other one, and again, like we had a little bit of discussion like before we come live about like monster movies and stuff like that, or like say are the clusters horror. Jaws is the scariest horror movie <laughs> with all the best scares. Not just like actual physical scares, like when you hear that music, you get goosebumps, yeah. your hair stand on end, all them different aspects, and it has the scariest opening of any movie that has ever been made. When you see her on the beach and just like they're having fun, time of the life, and one guy gets drunk and lets her swim off, and all you see is her just getting dragged around and going under, and the next day you, you <laughs> don't just find her, you find bits of her. And, yeah, you do. And again, with any type of good horror movie, it's not what they show you. It's what you do. It's everything that's done off camera or in like implied to, so you get to imagine or think what that is going to be about and what happens. And to me, yeah. that is always going to be the scarier aspects for that. Yeah. Well, the scarier ones for me is not Jaws because I only watched it when I was sixteen years old, so I was mm-hmm. a bit um past it, but. The scariest film, mm-hmm. in my opinion, has to be The Exorcist. Yeah, one of the scariest ones out there. Even today, I watch it every year on Halloween. It's my Halloween movie that I've been watching for many, many years. 
yeah, I'll even watch it when it's not Halloween. But there was one year I actually noticed something I have never seen before, ever. Mm. And I fucking levitated out of my bed to literally go and pause it, run and grab my husband and show he wasn't fucking interested. He didn't care. But it was literally, <laughs> she walks into the kitchen. It's when the power goes off. And just before the lights come on, Pazuza appears on the kitchen, on their cougar top. Mm-hmm. Never noticed. I've never noticed. I've keep an eye on that. You will see it now forever. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Even today, I still like. I still find stuff that like still gets us when she's sitting on the bed and she's just chilling. She's just yeah. sitting chilling on the bed, and I'm like, that is the most uneasy thing I have ever seen. Is this possessed child just leaning back, like, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's and especially with the um. The copy that I've got now, because my older copy didn't used to have like them poppy out colours. Mm. You know, my older copy um, was uh, the flippy disc, you know, where you had to go from mm. A to B. I mm-hmm. had to flip it over at some point. Um, this one, the colours are like popping. So that green is really standing out and it's really uneasy to sit and watch. I eat like out of our restraints and just leaning up against the bed. I dare you to watch it now and not feel a slight bit uncomfortable while you're looking directly into her eyes. I always feel uncomfortable because I know when we did the review of The Exorcist many moons ago now, it feels like so long ago. It's one of the movies that I want to enjoy or I want to think it's this masterpiece. But to me, there's aspects that's good, but I don't think it's as good as people make out. And I will die on Mm. that sword. Uh, I know, like, say, when it comes to movies, it's all about opinions and, like, and stuff. Oh, I'm absolutely. not saying that. Yeah, definitely. But again, I, I'll say I, I think The Exorcist Three is a scarier movie. Uh, the Hectic, like I said, it has. And uh, when you mentioned on when we mentioned the group, we we're doing scary moments. Uh, I think this was the the most one that people commented, which quite surprised me. Was from The Exorcist Three is when he comes out the room with the them clippers and he goes towards the nurse to chop her head off. And it's like the build up and the tension and how it all works. It's like um you think it's she's in a hospital, it's in a safe space. There's two security guards right next to her, so again, you can't think anything's going wrong. And then you get the one mm-hmm. early because there's a noise, she goes down, she looks, there's nothing, security guard's still there. Uh she goes back to behind a desk, here's another noise, goes to open the door, security guards go out of the room, you think, Oh, this is the bit that's gonna happen. Nope. And she's walking away, the security guards come back through. And just as she's getting to her desk, this guy in a sheet just comes flying out with the uh, clippers. And it's just like a masterpiece and build up. I think the scene is about five or six minutes long and it's the mm-hmm. anticipation. It doesn't rush. Mm. It doesn't kind of like say, um, and I think like as a filmmaker, or if you're going to do like jump scares, that's the way to do it. Not just, oh, there's got there's a bit of a lull. We'll do a jump scare here. Well, um, oh, this is anticipated. We'll make this scary. Yeah, which we I kind of get the... get now. Totally, yeah, totally agree. James Wan is kind of like taking that jump scare and said, "You know, he's gonna do it. You know, it's gonna happen." Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I think that's why I really fucking loved Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. I love Evil Dead Rise. I love it. I'm not gonna lie though, I did want a bit more from it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's some the cheese grate I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to say. Well, it's been out for a while now. So I don't worry about spoilers. Oh, we've, ta- oh, we've, ta- <laughs> we've talked about it before in depth. I wanted, because like, obviously it was in the trailer. We all mm. knew it was going to happen. We've seen it in the trailer when she grabbed mm. the leg. 
I thought it was going to be a bit more intense. Mm-hmm. Other people might think it was intense, but yeah. I wanted to. It was just like one swipe, and then it was done. The, yeah. the scene was. Yeah, did you want it to literally drag from the back down the leg? Like, so, I wanted it yeah. from the top of the leg all the way down to the bottom. Oh, start at the back? Because mm-hmm. that, that would have been even is. more worse. But like, and I was just like, and I watched it and I looked and I was like, is that it? <laughs> I was like, I wanted a bit more from just that one scene, but the rest was pretty scary. Yeah. that hallway scene. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. I thought I was watching that. Yeah. And Everything's through the point of view of the eye hole. Yeah. Oh, that was like, and then she's just so brutal and she's running back and forth and you just see like mm-hmm. getting things cut on the camera and I was like, oh, this is actually good. This is scary. I'm, I absolutely loved it. I'm enjoying that they're having some balls now when it comes to movies mm-hmm. like like that because years ago they would have had, oh, the, there's kids in this, this movie. The kids are going to make it fine. But no, the, the kids were the first ones to fucking go. And that was like, say, I didn't expect that, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought them, I thought one of the kids might have died. Yeah. But not both of them. Like, mm-hmm. Well, not one of them did survive, but I didn't expect mm-hmm. her to go through that yeah. and see how yeah. get killed. And my brother and then my mum. And I was just like, wow. Like when I watched it, I walked out of the cinema. I was like, I did not expect that. I thought she would have been in the scene, mm-hmm. run away, and never seen that again until the end. Yeah. But yeah. she witnessed everything, and I was they, like, wow. They made a character right there and then just based on her experience of what she's seen. So if they're taking this franchise any further, mm-hmm. you've not only got the sister who is, like, fucking hard. I mean, she was hard to start with. She was clearly had a hard nature about her. But then you've got this little girl who has just witnessed something that nobody would be able to put into words properly. <laughs> They've just created an absolute heroine mm-hmm. right there just through that pure experience that she went through and i love the fact that they didn't rely on jump scares for this movie oh no there was yeah, i, I don't think did. there was any was any jump scares in it, really. the only thing that like again relied on gross and out- outlandish like violence as well evil but dead. that's the evil dead so you go in with the expect yeah i think mm-hmm. i think the bit that made me turn me stomach a little bit is when she attacks the guy and starts sucking his eyeball out and, yeah, and then, and the then, then spits it into someone else's <laughs> gob, but it is very Evil Dead. But I think <laughs> when it comes to certain Evil Dead movies, there's things that you do expect. And yeah. It appeared the right type of fan service. It wasn't over the top. There was a little bit uh, that was just uh, just nicely done. And when you yeah. finally get her with the chainsaw as well, and you you got your your moment. And even when the like the big bad, the monster, didn't that whole like like the thing type of approach as well where yeah. all the melded yeah. together and like come flying towards her like even that didn't feel like too out there and i love no. how like see it the end is the beginning and the beginning is the end but you, you completely forget that beginning bit mm-hmm. yeah when, you, when you're in with this family you forget that that i mean what an opening as well mm-hmm. when Amazing she rises from the water Oh, what an opening. Um, but then you totally forget about it because you're then so focused on this family and you're like, oh, yeah, that happened at the beginning. Oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Then you say, I'm walking through the garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's on the phone, isn't she? And I'm like, we are, well, I, when I first watched it, like in the cinema, I was like, hang on, is that her from the start? Mm-hmm. And I kicked on, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to go full circle with it. Yeah. They're going to, like, oh, connect it. And I like that. Sat, I like that. I sat and watched it by myself and had nobody to, like, go, you <laughs> <laughs> I did the same in Scream 6. There was a moment in Scream 6 when uh, I saw a last podcast on the left poster mm-hmm. on the wall at the beginning and I was I looked around and I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I've got no one to tell. I was sitting oh, here by myself. Was it the Ice Nine Kills poster or something like that? 
And I no, think was it was Acting Kills. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember if I saw They are one of my favourite bands. Love them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it was the last podcast on the left poster mm-hmm. I saw and I was like, oh, oh yeah, you're sitting here by yourself. You've got no one to talk to. <laughs> That's the downside. <laughs> There's always, like as you said, the benefits of going to the cinema by yourself, I guess. You don't show yourself up like I normally do when I go to the pictures with, with people. Uh, <laughs> you don't show yourself up. You're adorable when you... <laughs> we went to go and see Spider-Man and I've never yeah. heard someone... It's just the... Oh, oh, oh! Like the noise, <laughs> like the noise is coming from him. He was so excited. It was lovely. Oh. <laughs> yes, I am. A, 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 a big child at heart, yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, is there any other scares that you just wanted to mention that we haven't talked about yet? Insidious, insidious, the demon behind Josh. Yes, that gets me. What That's... is he called? The red or the lipstick? It's or... lipstick demon it's, or red face? It's Darth Maul. Let's just give him his real name. There, he's <laughs> <you> <laughs> call it the lipstick demon. Like, that is such an awful name. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> but he is putting but lipstick like... on during the thing when it's like because there's two well <laughs> there's two movies the same thing that like the song freaks me out now. Insidious is one. Tiptoe uh, through the tulips. Yeah, just thing. yeah. Tiny Tim, that is not good. Um, <laughs> that, and... that scene does creep me out though. Mm-hmm. When she's when she's walking around and that's I mean, how the fuck puts Tiny Tim on to go and do their laundry? <laughs> like they're washing too. I mean, what a ridiculous song to pick. But that kid running about. I remember watching it the first time and seeing that demon come up behind him. Yeah, I burst out laughing. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I thought the design of him. I was like, is that meant to be funny? <laughs> I think the they went isn't, for me wasn't scary. I think they went for it big, but it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's like it's one of them things. I think it's the aspect, but with that one for me, I, I would have enjoyed to see the jump scare not on the trailer because that was one of the ones that was on the trailer. Yeah, so when it? you see the movie, it doesn't have the impact. The other other movie I was going to say about the music is Jeepers Creepers. Um, yes. like Jeepers Creepers, yeah, it's proper creepy. I know, like, the first half of the movie is absolutely terrifying. And the second half of the movie is like, what the fuck has someone been taking drugs and <laughs> just turned turn this into like this the batshit crazy thing you've ever seen? But the whole premise of like say as you said, going in the backwoods of America and someone having a farm and just throwing dead bodies down there and not being found, that aspect just scared the living life life out of me. But then they turned it and made yeah. it like into one of the most ridiculous things. But that whole thing with having jeepers creepers, where to get those papers is actually quite scary <laughs> at the same time yeah i remember seeing that at bolden cinema mm-hmm. on a night time and coming home through that lane you know that long road where there's no lights or anything mm-hmm. and i had the windows down and i kept looking <laughs> up, like <laughs> oh, there <either>, really <laughs> sorry it's just in my head <laughs> but yes so, no, i the... can't think of anything other because I feel it's terrible when I do ones like this because I feel like I go over old ground again. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I really can't think. But I can't think of anything new. But Suzanne got a good point with the Insidious, though, because I mm. I've just recently watched the new one, and yeah, that what well, a lot of people said it was bad, but it wasn't too bad. It just kind of didn't give you anything new, and it was like say like different from the story. It was just busy, but it was interesting to see um the relationships and the damages it caused like see mm-hmm. that that was what it was quite focused on like the fact that um 
having some time or like like so long taking out your memory and having that like fact and that resentment always being there and what it could do to your relationship with your son and your relationship with your your wife as well so that was quite an interesting Mm -hmm. take but um Mm -hmm. the only other thing i've watched as well is the last voyage of the demeter with uh dementor or something uh, the one with it's basically the just came out in the cinemas and uh, if you go on oh, to, if, you go, if you go on any streaming service there is a dodgy copy online um just saying um <laughs> so you might as well we, we don't ad- we don't advocate for this um <laughs> but we do really <laughs> but uh it's basically the voyage of dracula going towards uh Whit- whitley beer um or whitby sorry um I was going to say no, Whitley Bay. Bay. <laughs> <Whitley Bay. laughs> That'd have been a very interesting got, movie. Got my history wrong, but uh, it's basically uh, the crew of the ship and what happened mm-hmm. on the ship and how. Uh, Is it true story? It's not true story. It's based on the book. It's it's Dracula wasn't oh. a real character. Sorry. I was <laughs> it's based like, on that one. It's based on the band, so like the. The vampire himself ah. is very CGI, so that that was only bad thing. Oh. But it's very much like taking them down one at a time, and when you see certain ones get hit by sunlight, normally they turn to dust. These do not Ooh. turn to dust. These are fucking explode with big fires, and people actually get burnt and stuff. And and it's got um mm. the guy from Game of Thrones, the the Onion Knight. From Game of oh Thrones. Oh my God, so Davos. So Davos, so he's the in Irish it. man with a Irish man with a Geordie accent. Yeah, he's in it from. He's the captain of the ship, and the <gasps> whole. Is he Irish or is he Geordie? He's very much Geordie. So don't worry. <laughs> he is an Irish man as well. It's yeah. terrifying. It's really good how he does his our accent. But yeah, but that's a quite a good. I, I I enjoyed it. There's not much humor in it, but it's very much uh, in keeping with the old style monsters, shall we say? Oh, yeah. Interesting. But yes, I'm not a huge fan of Dracula, as you'll find out on this week's Monsters episode. Um, I love Dracula. I'm more of a creature fan. My creature's like my go-to monster. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when we did when we when we set out to do the Monsters Up North uh, uh, podcast on the Mondays, Sam's first episode, I have to do uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon, which was very demanding. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, he was the first. But now I now I have a bit of a thing, and I probably shouldn't because his character is absolutely terrible. As if you go and listen to the episode, horrific. But I have a thing for Larry the Lurker, <laughs> the werewolf. He, he is he is the biggest pervert in the monster hist- history as well. Massively, everyone, massively. It's yeah, quite, quite creepy. But yes, um, <laughs> the only other film that I enjoyed that creeped us out as well, talking about the insidious ones, is the first Conjuring. Like. Yeah. Again, yeah, that's so good. That was a masterclass of jump scares of doing really the little good. ones to the big ones as well. Like I can still remember like the clapping game. The clapping game. Yeah. Gave me the nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes, I think I think I let out I watched that at home. Mm-hmm. The second one I watched at the cinema, the first one I watched at home, and I did let out a little hoo <laughs> with a clap. <laughs> yeah, that kind of freaked <laughs> us out a bit. Nice. But just because I am boiling you here as well, so I, I think that would be a nice little place to wrap up there. So, yes. So yeah. yes. So yes. So if anyone hasn't already, please like the video and share the video, and also in the description, please um, have a look at Suzanne's collection on her Instagram. I say you won't be disappointed. You'll see you in a few different cosplayers as well. And um, <laughs> just a question as well: Who is your favorite cosplayer that you've done so far? Sounds basic, but 
I'm stuck between the Chucky I've done or the Andy Princess from 13 Ghosts. Ah, oh. very good. Again, I'll be one of them too. We, we, need to do a, we need to do a 13 Ghost episode at one point. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. need to do it in, and break, break it all down to make people like appreciate that movie. Yes, it is. It has a shit ending, but it's still a good movie. Um, I love it. <laughs> but yes, please go and follow Suzanne there. Um, and also, don't forget, there is a new Monsters episode going out tomorrow night. It is the Goonies of the Monster Universe. It is the, the talking about the Monster Squad. Yeah, I can't deny it on this one. I would get I'd get offended, but I can't because we do talk about it a lot through <laughs> the episode. Um yes, we talk on the Monster Squad. It is so much fun. The movie's so much fun. Remember, go and watch it before you watch us because you'll be a bit lost. I put but the, if not I, I put the movie trailer on before, so just give everyone a little bit but of But if a you're taste. not bothered, come and join us at seven o'clock yes. on YouTube tomorrow. And on Friday, I believe Goodwill and Graham are returning for trekking up north. I am not surprised. I am not surprised they want to jump back after what happened on last Friday. Yeah, yeah. after we took over and done the turtles. They weren't very, Goodwill wasn't very happy with us, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so I know Jake will probably be streaming. I don't think I've got any new other episodes planned this week. I might have a, a little bit of a break. Have a break. Uh, have a break. Have you got anything planned or anything you want to promote there, Suzanne? Just like and share the video on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to go back and look at it, like Suzanne's stuff, there is a video on her Instagram where she is talking to uh, Pure Horror um, all about, about all the things that's coming up in the collection. It is an interesting watch, especially if you love anything to do with horror collectibles and stuff as well. And that that was where I, uh, like I say, took notice and said, well, I, I'm going to get Suzanne on my podcast if she's doing other things. <laughs> she, she sounds northern. Let she's, me get her. She's northern. She'll come to us. But yes. Um <laughs> Trying to think next week. I think we are doing a wrestling part episode next Sunday. Yes. We are talking about the dark side of the ring, the series that tells the stories that there's basically a lot a of lot fucked of, up wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of news on the wrestling um scene at the moment. Um and so we're gonna add to it by talking about <laughs> the, the shitstorm uh, that happens. <laughs> yeah, pretty much you described it perfectly right there. Yes. Um so after Monsters, are we, are we announcing the next episode or is that for you'd have to watch uh, tomorrow's episode to find out? You will have to watch the next episode to find out what the next episode is. Right. <laughs> the next episode. God, there's so many. Yeah. But yes, um, thank you everyone in the chat that's been talking away. I know you've been rambling on about weird shit yes. most of the time. I've just been ignoring you because you've been talking about Goodwill's Blue Balls and I've got no interest wow. in that. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, so same bat time, same bat channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.